wonderful today. Jesus has come here this morning. Hallelujah. We did not come to a manger. We came to see Jesus. You're alive today. 2020, He's alive. Glory. 2,000 years ago, it was a little manger. It was just a little baby. Simeon held him as a little baby, like Brother Tim held Brother Enoch this morning. But when he looked into his face, he didn't see a baby. He saw a Savior. He saw the Messiah. Can we see that today? We look and we see things, but God, go beyond our sight today. May the presence of God come into the service and be special today. Maybe we could pray one more time. You would just say, Lord, speak to me personal. Let's just forget around everyone else and all the shepherds and all the wise men, all the noise and invite him. Lord, we just want to open our, our hearts to you today. This message has gone around the world. And it's not a little infant message, Lord, a prophet speaking to denominational people. But you're speaking now to people that have been living under this presence, the rising of the sun, this maturing word for many, many years. And today we're giving you glory. We're giving you praises for your blessed presence and your nearness that we sense in this building. The angel of the Lord that was present in every meeting, the pillar of fire that circled the auditoriums. Brother Branham said in one place, if you could see the angels that line these walls. Oh, Jesus, appear to us today, Lord. If healing is needed, would that healing angel pass through the building, through the internet, go across the state lines? Oh, Jesus, if salvation is needed, it's not a picture of you on a cross that will save anyone. It's you today in the building, making your presence known to an individual that will say, save me, Lord. Somebody needs filling. You're the filler. Somebody needs deliverance. You're passing by this moment. If we could touch the hem of that garment, bless this congregation, bless the atmosphere they create for you, and you would feel comfortable and welcome that nervousness and anxieties could leave that we could all be the gifts that you would desire us to be for 2021 lord this is our first sunday service so we want to consecrate ourselves dedicate ourselves one year ago if we would have known what was hap going to happen in just a few weeks in 2020 oh jesus would we have been more serious would we have lean forward in our chairs would we have soaked in every moment that we could have had if we would have only known today we stand in your presence speaking to you you are revealing to us your mind in this season we're pondering these things we're meditating on the word of god so come holy spirit minister today to hands that are lifted up and hearts that are open commit to you the word Jesus let it be sacred let it be sacred Lord Jesus thank you Lord in Jesus Christ's name amen God bless you would you just have your seats for just a moment I greet you this is very um, 
surprised that we're here this morning. Um, it wasn't planned. Just actually a few moments um, before uh, the service, I think your service on Thursday, we were making the final plan. So this is all a surprise to us. Even those in our church that might be streaming, you're, you're probably as surprised as, as I am. So God bless you today. And it's nice to see your faces. Six months ago, we were here on a Sunday morning, and Brother Tim wasn't here. He was at the hospital with the first lady of the church, Sister Karen. But I'm so happy that on this Sunday, she could come to church with you, Brother Tim. Amen. She could be in the house of God, and we give you glory, Lord. Give you praises. And uh, Brother Chris Smith, I don't know if I've met you very much, but it was a wonderful a baby dedication for your son, wasn't it? Who enjoyed that? I, I've got to hear Brother Chris's testimony. My, my. And uh, when I drove to church today with Brother Tim and Sister Karen, there was room for a car seat in the back seat. So I'm sure <laughs> Brother Tim uh, wasn't joking when he said, if you ever... <laughs> But when the little girls, the sisters, thought about Brother Tim taking them home, I don't think they were very excited about that. So God bless Brother uh, Enoch Elijah. What a name. My. With a name like that, you know, I feel like just sliding into the back row somewhere. And Enoch Elijah. May the Lord bless the family. And Brother Chris, God bless you. Maybe I'll hear your testimony uh, on the way to the airport. Amen. But I think a deacon's going to drive me in a few minutes. I've got to leave right away to be back home and right back into where we're supposed to be. And so God bless you today. And uh, I just wanted to greet you from our hearts. And when we come here, um, we know you usually from seeing you on the screens because we stream your services. And we ask the brothers and the sisters about you and your faces, and so I don't want you to ever think that you're just someone that sits in the assembly and no one notices. Uh, there's a, a cloud of many witnesses that, uh, and believers that love you. Our, our assembly loves you. I bring you greetings from many in our assembly that love you dearly. And we've been able to share over the years uh, sacred moments uh, with your assembly, and I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart and from uh, our family, and to the thousands. I was talking to Brother Tim and Sister Karen about the thousands of young people that you have influenced from just your Easter meetings, and it's gone around the world. And just throughout the years, you've, you have went from a little church in the, in the forest, in the woods, to now God has brought his vision more clearer and to the front lines, and now there are literally many that stream your services or have been affected by your assembly. You're not a little church in the woods anymore, but you're a, an assembly. Do you all know that? <laughs> God has brought your testimonies and the miracles and the healings and the salvation and the uh, impulses of faith that comes through this assembly. It's gone global. So whether you realize it or not, God has called you to be on the front lines. And this morning, um, speaking from our hearts, if you see us with some notepads, it's because the, the message is so fresh. As we were coming through uh, Christmas season, we spoke a couple messages on Christmas, one in Seattle a Church and then one in our camp um, uh, place where we worship on the U.S. side of the border. 
And there was just a phrase out of Luke chapter 1, uh, that is where we're going to be reading. Just a phrase, Brother Johnny, just a phrase that caught me. And I thought maybe there would be another place or a place that I would minister that. And I didn't know I would be here standing today. I want to speak this morning on 2021. Blessed is she. Blessed is she. And uh, of course, blessed is she is Mary out of the scripture. But blessed is she. Blessed is the bride. Blessed are you. It wasn't, and we're going to read the scripture. I want you to notice it wasn't blessed uh, is just the womb, but blessed is the fruit of the womb. Blessed is the life that's going to come out of this womb. So from a teenage young lady in the message came a savior. Hallelujah. Blessed is she. And we can look back and look back, but today I want you to, we have all arrived to 2021. And uh, if you see me looking in my notes, it's because there's been things personal, even on the airplane and coming, that is very personal for this morning. Our whole lives have come down to this year. All of our lives have come down to this year. So blessed is she. Blessed are you in 2020. God bless you. You can stand to your feet if you'd like to turn to the scripture. Thank you, musicians and Brother Michael and to the assembly. Luke chapter 1, as we have prayed already. You're blessed. And may the Lord open our hearts to that reality today. More than words on a New Year's card or blessed are you or I see New Year's blessings. More than a virtual uh, something that we would have with our families and everybody would be clapping and smiling and, you know, sometimes it has to be virtual. Celebrations have become virtual. Everyone becomes distancing and they want to cover everything. But right in that season of darkness comes a message. Blessed are you. Luke chapter 1 verse 26. If you can have some patience to read with me a few words of the scripture in Luke chapter 1, verse 26. This was after Elizabeth had become expecting. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man, engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her. Watch each verse here. The angel Gabriel came in unto her and said, Hail, saluted, thou that art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. He didn't ask her, do you feel blessed? Do you feel favored? His brother Aaron has been speaking on highly favored. He didn't ask her her opinion, do you feel special? He said, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was just a teenager. She was troubled at this saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, or don't have no fear, 2021. Fear not, Mary, 
For thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Can we all say that name together? Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. So that means it's still alive today. Does this assembly believe that? Of his kingdom there shall be no end. Hallelujah. And then said Mary, I want you to look at verse 34. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? I'm a virgin. How, I don't know a man. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, Oh, what a wonderful sister, Elizabeth. An elder in the message, a well-stricken sister in the church. She hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the hands made of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Wouldn't that be great if that happened today for every believer? Just... As the word was being spoken, they were all, all, all filled with the Holy Ghost. Just at the sound of Jesus. There's so much power, not just in those letters. Or in, it, there's power in his presence. Blessed is she that would receive this into their womb. And when she began to speak about it and talk about it, life came. Power came, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost, and she spake out. Now watch these next few verses. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women. Elizabeth is speaking to Mary. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears. Welcome to church today. As soon as the word begins to go spoken through your ears, something happens inside of a believer. As soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And our last verse, and this was the verse that stopped me a few weeks ago. And blessed is she. Blessed is she that believed. For there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. We read all of these verses for that last verse. Blessed 
is she that believed. And God bless you that believe today. And God bless your 2021 to you that believe. God bless you. You can have your seats together. She was just a teenager. Mary was just a teenager. And we see the morning sun coming up over the horizon and Mary is walking down the road. Just a teenager. As I was kneeling in our chair this morning in, in this room where I was and I'd opened the shades and the window was coming across the frosted grass and I, I was just kneeling looking at these words of Brother Branham and the morning sun. Here is Mary. Just a young lady. Her mother had passed away, we're told, and she was being raised by her father. So life hadn't always been easy for Mary. Sometimes Brother Branham would say she was 15 years old and other places maybe 16 and another place 18. But as Mary is coming and the sun is rising, she's making her way down a pathway. She was thinking about what had happened the day before after coming from church. See, Mary was a believer. She was a teenager in the message. But she was a virgin that was looking to the word as she was pondering, as she was thinking about the word that had been spoken at the synagogue. And we would say church today. She was thinking about the day before. And as the priest had took the scroll of Isaiah, was it Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14 that he took a virgin shall conceive? And in that service, Brother Branham said the priest read the scripture and then there wasn't a lot of faith being mixed with the word that day. She still had a question, how's a virgin going to conceive? This has never happened before. This has never happened that a virgin would bring forth a child. That's impossible that a virgin shall conceive. How is this going to be? And so now it's the day after and... Mary is with her engaged husband. His name was Joseph. And Joseph was a carpenter. And they were engaged to be married, so they were planning. They were actually uh, building their house. If you read Brother Branham's message, you would, Brother Branham said it, they were already building on their new home. So they were already planning ahead for the future. And they came together on the day after the service, and they were talking about Isaiah and talking about what had been spoken in the service, about, he said, the morning service. And they were reading out of the book of Isaiah, and Mary asked the question because they were having devotions. That's what Brother Branham said. So these were two believers. They were interested about the season they were living in. Not just about Isaiah's day, but about their day. Welcome to 2021. It's not just looking back and describing the manger and describing shepherds and then talking about wise men that traveled two years 
and came to a little boy in a house that was maybe pulling at the at their uh, you know looking at their sandals and he was maybe more excited about their camels than anything he's just a two-year-old boy that maybe got disinterested after a while because these men are giving gold frankincense and myrrh but he didn't understand he's just like any other two-year-old uh, child at evening light tabernacle we can look back and make dramas and have big plays and see it on a screen and we can talk about it and fantasize about what happened but friends we are living in reality today let's all wake up that it's 2021 and one year ago there was not be any of us that would have known what was going to happen in 2020 it just seemed like the world was going on and money was being made and families were being raised and things were go churches were gathering and you were going to work and the hospitals were, you'd say, just normally fit. But now something happened and, and it causes a change. It causes a global shift. So today we're being forced to not just look back and then try to understand why and all of that. But here we are this morning. Our whole life has come down to this year right now. And I pray a blessing for you. Evening like tabernacle that eternity would ring through time this year. That if you have been in a fog or been in kind of just going along, that the Lord Jesus would make this season and his presence to you so real. That, that while we are hearing the messages, while you have the privilege of hearing the word like you do, that we grab a hold of that and say, God, let this season of our lives be more real. Can we all agree like that? I mean, the, the reason that Brother John is here is because our side of the border cannot have a service today. Normally, there might be a service tonight or we'd be able to gather. We haven't been able to gather like that. And it's not normal. Definitely not in Canada at Cloverdale Bible Way, our church. They're just down to the technicians and the speaker. And it's down to just having the essential ones for the meeting. And people are calling the police on, you know, those cars in the parking lot. And what's happening? This is the climate we're living in. The borders are shut down. We cannot go to our church. We cannot gather with other believers. We cannot sing and raise our hands. Excuse me if we're a little bit kind of rusty this morning. It's because we're, we haven't been able to be in a church live service every week like you have. I think we said that six months ago, didn't we? <laughs> Hadn't been in a service for a long time. Well, it's six months later, and, and there's times that we gather and times that we meet. But in our certain state, you know, the governor, and it's just like Jesus' day when Augustus wanted to tax, and it was a, not an easy time. It was not an opportune time to be a believer. The government is saying you've got to go back to your town. You've got to go back to your city to be taxed. And do you remember Mary and Joseph were from Bethlehem? But if you just are spiritual, you'll find in the scripture so that it might be fulfilled. What the scripture had said, they didn't even realize when they stopped at the mountain, just turning the, the corner, coming out of the mountain, coming overlooking Bethlehem. And, you know, Mary was just pregnant now with these months and, 
And it's told that Joseph just took her off the donkey for just a little rest. She's a teenager. Just a little rest. And is it possible that there would be room tonight that I'm just feeling such a heaviness, such a burden? It was a season they were in. And, and they could have been talking about politics. They could have been speaking about the ruler and he was so mean and nasty to have us all go on the back of a camel. And, like, you know, there could have been excuses that, you know, there could have been billboards of, you know, the Bethlehem Eagleites are having a basketball game and they're going against the Nazareth Pentolites or whatever. And, and, and they, you know, all the designs and the things they could have been attracted to, you know, the camel races or whatever. But they, their minds was not on the camel races. It wasn't on LSU versus Arkansas, or it wasn't on the local governor. What's happening in Louisiana? What's happening in California? Who's going to be president in a few days? Like, they didn't talk about that. It wasn't the main thing. You say, how do you know that? It's because they were young people that had been birthed in their season. They, they were totally captivated with, I'm trying to understand what would be the mind of the Lord. And you know the story. There was no room in the inn. Jesus was born in a manger. And why, why did it have to be shepherds? We're going to get into that just in a little bit. Why little Bethlehem? And if you look at Brother Branham's last Christmas message, who do you say that this is? 1964. Do you... Brother Branham went through the Christmas season. That, and if you just are interested to look back in the month of December in the message, you'll find a lot of whys. Why little Bethlehem? He preached that twice. Why little Bethlehem? Why did it have to be shepherds? This is his last Christmas message. And he was saying, I spoke the other night in Tucson. Why did it have to be shepherds? And a few years ago, why was it little Bethlehem? And he said, the Lord willing, this is his last Christmas message in December. Now, he would never see 1965 Christmas. But the Lord willing, next Christmas, I want to preach on why did it have to be the wise men? Is that incredible? He's already, he's already projecting out there. There was already burdens on his heart. There was already inspiration. Friends, we are blessed. <laughs> Whatever happened yesterday, we're blessed. Whatever happens today, we're blessed. Whatever is happening in 2021, we are blessed. Blessed are you that have had an angel interrupt your life. Praise God. You were just going through your life and an angel, a messenger, a message interrupted you. I thank God for that day. And you know, last six months ago we came here, we did not know when we were coming that on the very hours before we would come, Sister Karen would be in the hospital with a brain bleed and we would be standing here and Brother Tim wouldn't be at the service. We didn't know that. And now we talk about it and say, that was God. Just orchestrate. Today, I, I didn't know, but just a few hours ago we would be here. But just before coming out, I said, I wonder if there's somebody here today that when we go through this weekend, they will say, I was the person. Yeah. 
that you needed to come for. Lord, send angels to come and visit us. Let the angel of the Lord that dealt with so many of our elders in the message and gave them a birth and gave them a revelation of this message deal with us now in 2021. Can we unite around that? We could all get out of the way long enough and say, Lord, send an angel. He was already speaking about the next Christmas. Why did it have to be the wise men? These wise, these wise, wise. He said they've got answers to them and they're right here in the Bible. He said here we find ourselves at Christmas just about like they did in the first Christmas. The world's just about ready to fall apart. Brother Joe, couldn't have, he have preached that this morning? The world's falling apart. Who agrees with that? Well, we, the world is collapsing. Don't get caught up in the collapse. When they're going down, we're going up. When all the numbers are trending down and the stress and the nervousness and the sin and the morals is going down, I'm glad that God sent a messenger to you. And I'm here today to announce, blessed is she. Blessed are you that have a womb to receive the word. So that when it's spoken, something ignites you and you become Jesus in flesh. Aren't you happy about that, Mary? Blessed are you. Well, how is this going to be? And I don't understand. That was a question. How is this going to happen? I'm just, I'm a virgin. And I, I don't know a man. As she's walking down the road... This was just what was on her heart. She was pondering these things. This is Mary. She's just a teenager. We would say that under an inspiration, even hearing it this morning when I first woke up and Brother Bradham said she was just a teenager. And I was thinking about that, but the world would say she was just a teenager. Looking down, scoffing. How could something so great come out of something so young? Brother Branham described it like this, her walking down the pathway, and all of a sudden the lights started flickering. This is a teenager just pondering the Sunday message and being with her engaged husband and thinking about their new home. But it's not like she was all caught up in the coloring and the interior deck and the lighting. and It wasn't that she was all caught up in that. It was around her. We have jobs. We, we have college. We have school. We all have finances. Is that true? But Mary was pondering the word. It's not that Mary was not stressed. She was a teenager. She was going through changes of life. She was looking forward to marriage. We, we all have stress. 2021 may very well have more stress. And I'm just being a very honest with you today. In some of my notes, I, I mentioned about uh, we, we, we want to be personal. As a minister that's very positive, birthed by a token that's very positive, and we speak very positive, that's even our nature, 
to be positive, but 2021 for the world looks very grim. It looks very negative. In fact, what's going to happen in America is not all joy to the world. And you might have heard that song in December in your local malls, joy to the world, but they have no idea. They have rejected joy. It's not in drugs. It's not in alcohol. It's not in sexual perversion. It's not in partying. And we see even, it's not just churches that are being under these lockdowns, but their whole economies, their whole pleasure, churches of stadiums full of of cheering, roaring crowds. Even on a Saturday. Even, even today, when they are still trying to squeeze out a little bit of pleasure from their NFL gods or their NBA gods. But if, if you look from one year ago, the crowds that were cheering and roaring and the tailgate parties and all the enthusiasm, now even the world is being squeezed down, squeezed down. Is that true? So don't get it in your mind, some religious spirits that it's just people in the message that are in a squeeze. The world is sensing a change. We have come to another season. And to you that are spiritual today, locally and globally, blessed are you that have received the angel in your day. And the light started flickering. And Gabriel, the angel, was following her. Hallelujah, Brother Tim. If you want to find what Brother John is speaking of today, it's three messages of Brother Branham. He spoke on Mary's belief. 1959 in April, 1960 in March, and 1961 in January. Here Brother Branham is coming through the whole year, and in all three messages, it's bursting into the first few months of the year. He's speaking about Mary's belief. Blessed is she. It was like he was putting before the people. This is the capstone. God give us more Marys in our lives. Gabriel, the angel, standing in front of her. And Brother Branham said the angel was following her. Lord Jesus, let this be a blessing on each one of you today. And throughout this year, that God's angels would be dispatched to your life. Come on, friends. That whatever you have need of, that it's not just you running to an angel or running to him, but it's following you. God's grace is catching up to you. God's mercy is new every morning. And that includes 2021. And we might be in a Sunday morning service and kind of here now and it's 1222 and we're just kind of sensing out the meeting and everything. But little do you realize when we just calm ourselves And let our nervous frustration and our anxious hearts and sometimes our upsetness just begins to kind of melt away. Brother Haven. Just kind of melts away. And we're in his presence. 
But then there's just walking down the pathway of our life. We're back to our thoughts and back to our day and back to our living. Little did we know. Little did Mary know that was the day that God was dispatching to her visible sight an angel that was standing there, lights flickering. And we don't need Hollywood to dramatize it for us. She was a believer. You're a believer. God, may those angels appear to us. And may we have a heart that says, I believe that. I believe what you're saying. I don't even need to see it with my eyes. But there's just a confirmation in my heart. And there's a vindication. Something is real there. And when you hear that about a brother, it it was the brother that was coming into the room to put in the microphone, the batteries. He's 20 years old, Brother Butts. And when we just begin to talk a little bit together, you could already just sense that vindication in his life. I don't need to know drama. I don't need to talk to him about what happened since the last youth camp. And you couldn't have youth camp last you know, year, and are we going to have it this year? I don't need to know all about his family and his grades or the decisions he's making in his career. It's just a few moments. Because people that are spiritual look beyond the dress, look beyond the skirt, they look beyond the hair, they look beyond the cancer, they look beyond the pain, they look beyond the frustration of 2020 or whatever happened and they say as for me and this house we are going to serve the Lord and that's not just for the fathers or the mothers or the elders it's for all of us children and young people you are blessed the angel was following her I trust that 2021 is filled with supernatural events. That the friends that I'm around, the people that we associate with, the circle that is texting or emailing or calling, that you make your life around, that it is people that is godly, that is cheering you on, that is encouraging you. We have found out very quick how shallow the world is. What a degree can do for somebody. You know, what making six figures meant a year ago and what it means today to someone that has now stayed at home and looked at a screen for the last 10 months. And the violence and the domestic violence and the alcoholism that has spiked over 30% and and the, the mental things that people are going through and the stress on families. And I'm not talking about worldly people only. I was just with a couple in the message that are married and have children from Europe and I just spent a few hours with them a few days ago and we were just discussing about what this has all had an effect on them and on their families and you know streaming services only or they have little children and how do they connect and how, how are they doing with their teenagers in their church and things. This is the very meetings that Brother Timothy Pruitt was at a year ago right now. And Brother Danny Steeman They were at these meetings and, you know, you hear the music and you hear the services and there's hundreds of young people and it's gone global, the effects. But now, today, it is silent. That room is silent. 
where they had the prayer lines. Brother Jim, where they had the heal, where people that desired salvation. That room is silent where people were filled with the Holy Ghost. But I can tell you one thing, or more than one thing, but one of the young men that gave his heart to the Lord in those services is serving God today. His wife was baptized this past year. They're serving God, going on with God. Blessed is he. Blessed is that family. Blessed is that church. That though they can't even gather like this in the, in the congregation, there are still people going on with God. They are blessed. So don't let your environment dictate to you your future. If Brother Chris would have allowed his past to dictate his future, he wouldn't even have been here today. But Brother Enoch Elijah has been given to the Lord with a great opportunity Amen. to have believers and to have saints that are supportive and, and are cheering him on. And I don't even know the family very well, but to know that there's believers and sons and daughters of God that are cheering, saying, you are blessed. And Lord, we give this little child back into your arms. And if you notice Brother Tim's words in closing, that he would be healthy, that he would be strong. I believe those blessings follow an assembly. They follow families. Do you all believe that here? I believe you are part of, of that great success. You are blessed today. I don't know, brothers and sisters, I'm sure it is with you, as the year 2020 ended and the new year of 2021 came in and maybe you've received a lot of well wishes and blessings from many friends, family, maybe other believers. Did you all receive some blessings? Yes. Half of you? Yes. Did you all receive blessings? Yes. People texting, emailing, cards come in the mail and from, ar from around the world and then locally. Good messages. They're blessings. Well, let me say it like this. What if it would have been opposite? What if you just would have got a bunch of cursings and swearings? What if your circle would have been, well, just go to, and it was a place you don't want to go to? What if it would have been a gun in your face? What if it would have been under a bridge somewhere? That's where you live. I, I drove into Seattle. It was 3 o'clock in the morning on Friday morning coming to Seattle to fly here. And, is, and when you come into Seattle on the main interstate now, now you have tents and you have tarps and you have people living homeless and under bridges and on the side of the road. That's where the economy is. That's where it's going. I, I think often of Brother Branham that saw the vision of his brother-in-law that uh, on this side of the road there was just, you know, uh, all kinds of little fires and things and he had tried to help his brother-in-law. and tried, You remember that, Brother Aaron? He had tried to help him and he had just give up for alcohol in his life. He had thrown it away and his wife left him and his children left him. And Brother Branham was looking at that and then he looked to this side there in Mount Montana and he saw the peaks. And he said, your name, your future is in that mountain. Yeah. 
Do you remember that? It had to do with the third pool in his life and all the dips and then the valleys and then the mountains. And he, and he had all of that. But the voice said to him, look on this side. That's exactly what you'll be like. If you go where you're planning to go and what you want to do in your life, that's what you're going to be. I thank God today we are surrounded by men and women that love the Lord. Just give me Jesus. I mean, we, we, we kind of so think that, oh, it goes without saying, right? We're in church. But to have a song leader say, that's why we're here today. Do you just want more of the Lord? When some of you I know were in the rock concerts and in the parties and at the places of amusement and you were just so energetic and trying to find your blessing, your blessing, and it turned to be a curse. To know that God has turned that around in 2021 and stopped with an angel. You have been interrupted by a message. That has said you don't need to go that way. I know your future. I know what lies ahead. Turn. Turn. You don't belong in the pig pen. You don't be belong in this place. Even a believer, let me stretch it out a little bit. Even a believer that goes through a time of sickness and goes through a time of pain and maybe something attacks them. They're not called to be like that. And they're groaning. They're just stretching. They're saying, why? And they're fighting against this something, whatever it is. Say, why is that? It's a new body. It's another place calling to you. It's your blessing. It's your final blessing one day. But now we have trouble. Now we're in a robe of flesh. Oh yeah, six months ago, a year ago. I remember, Brother Tim, the last Sunday night that we were here. And it was before your last youth camp. And we were speaking about wine and oil. And how you had been a blessing to countless many that were coming, I think, the very next week. And you were sharing your wine. And you were sharing your, your church. You were sharing your, your ministry. You were sharing. You were to bless others. And you, you were to be, you were giving that wine, that stimulation, so that somebody else could receive what you had. And what does that create for you? A blessing. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Blessed is she. Amen. Have you been blessed? Yeah. Gabriel. It's while she's meditating and pondering on, I don't understand how this could all be happening in my body and in my life, that I bring forth a virgin. You're going to bring forth Emmanuel. An angel is talking to her. Do we believe the, the Bible? Yeah. You know what Brother Branham said? It's usually while you are thinking on these things. The reason you don't see more of this, we've got our minds on too many other things. I just say, God, help us. Yeah. Let's, turn, let's not just turn a new calendar. From the very first Sunday, let us say, Lord, I am, I am consecrating myself this year. That my mind not be on so many other things. 
Can we all agree on that? This is January, the very first Sunday. The reason that angels appeared to Mary, she was pondering the word. She was thinking about the promises. And that's when angels, we, it's usually why we are thinking on these things. Not following our, our feed and our news feed. And, you know, now our lives have changed. You got certain time. And if you give that to YouTube, if you give that to certain other things, it's just empty. It's just, there's no power there. There's no life there. And you, and you wonder why your life becomes powerless, why you start to lose the joy, why, why you lose connection with people. Because you're more connected with a device. God help us this year. It's just an angel bringing that to our attention. It's reality that angels appear to those that have their minds on the word. Let's go back to Luke chapter 1. I wanted to just bring something to your attention. Luke chapter 1, verse 7. I want to bring something to your attention. And this has to do with relationships. Zechariah and Elizabeth were older ones in the message. He was the high priest. In verse 7, Luke 1, 7, they had no child because Elizabeth was barren and they were, both were now well stricken in years. Do you, in verse 11, up, there appeared unto Zechariah an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar. Wow. You talk about going to church and an angel is standing right there. And he's got your attention. And he tells you, you're going to bring forth a son. Amen. Is that incredible? Your wife is barren. I, I, I looked it up how old they were and it's, it's not real clear. They, they, they were at least in their 50s or 60s or maybe even older. It's incredible. These were, I'm speaking about the elders in the message and the older ones that have stayed strong and they were stalwart. Zechariah was the high priest. Elizabeth was a believer. And now an angel appears and says, you're going to bring forth a son. Now, I'm just bridging this over to something very important. Zechariah is going to ask a question. He's going to ask a question. And God was not happy with that. And he smote him dumb for months until finally John was born or the word came to pass and he was able to take out a little tablet and say, his name shall be John. And he came, his speech came out. Glory to God. He was able to, hallelujah, and it came, hallelujah. I want to show you though how a question to one person can cause you to become dumb. But a question that Mary had, a question. How can these things be? But Brother David, I don't understand. It shows how you can have a question that is skeptical, that is coming negative. I mean, Zechariah was a believer. But he questioned it in a way that caused him to be dumb. Here's Mary, a teenager that was younger, that had... Similar question. How is this going to be? I'm a virgin. How, is, how are these things going to be? But it brought forth life. 
In verse 18, Luke 1, 18, And Zechariah said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife well stricken in years. And the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel. And it goes on to speak about this wonderful, wonderful. This is wonderful. This is the message. This is the Bible. But what I wanted to bring to your attention is that he became dumb. He couldn't speak for months because of a question. And as it goes on in verse 26, an angel, same angel, Gabriel, appeared, verse 27, to Mary, to a virgin, and begins to speak to her, verse 28, and the angel came unto her and saluted her and says, you are favored, you are blessed of the Lord. And verse 34, this is Luke 1, 34, then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be? Seeing I know not a, a man. Is there a question mark there? Right. Bible trivia question. Real <laughs> Open book question. It's on the screen. There's a question mark there, right? It's a question. Did God get angry with her? Did God strike her dumb? Did God do something that would cause his sharp rebuke for a teenager that should have caught it in the last meeting? Or, you know, the last meeting Brother Joe took a few weeks ago, you should have caught it. Or the last youth meeting, you should have caught it. Did he, did he rebuke Mary? I'm asking a question. So you can ask a question. And it be with something's just not right. Zechariah could have said, I believe you. I, I don't understand it, but yes, Lord. This is, he could have started weeping and saying, that was the desire of Elizabeth and my heart for many, many years, but it came from an unbelief. And I'm going to major on that. There was something in his heart that even though he was a high priest, a minister, an elder, all of those years, when it came to that year, how is this going to be? And God stroked him dumb. But because God was moving in Mary's heart, and I want to bridge this with Elizabeth now being older and well stricken in years. Mary being a teenager, yet they had a relationship. And Luke chapter 1, verse 39, you'll find after the, Mary, uh, the angel spoke to Mary, and Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country, verse 40, and she entered into the house of Zechariah and saluted Elizabeth. So you have just a teenager heard from an angel coming to an elder in the message, 60 years old, maybe 70. She, she also had had her husband had saw an angel had appeared, and she was pregnant, but there was there had not been a lot of movement in that season. There hadn't been a lot of movement in the season. Elizabeth had the word; she had the promise. There had even been an angel appear to her husband, but when she went home to talk about it, her husband was dumb. God help us. But now a younger generation was coming up that believed the word. They took a hold of that. There was life and now they're coming together. I'm not speaking anything negative. This is actually very positive. There was a relationship. There was a connection. It wasn't like Mary ran to her teenage friends. She ran to someone that was having the experience of the word at the same time. Hallelujah. God give us friends this year that are spiritual. 
Let's rejoice together. Say, I don't have a friend or I don't have a connection. Well, why don't you just ask him on the first Sunday of the year? You've had a lot of friends break your trust. They're not, they break your confidence. They do thumbs down. They might be a Christian, but when you get around them, they're negative. They, they're talking about, you know, the politics or the LSU or the Camelites or whatever. Or they're talking about their truck or their car. And, and you just want reality. Why don't you ask God for a friend like that this year? Just somebody you can share your heart with. Do you know what? I got a note right here in front of me. It's from my wife. Don't preach too long. <laughs> I got it right here, Brother Tim. So. She's probably streaming. She probably just logged off right now. <laughs> but there's a lot of things we could speak about that. About a confidant. A confidant or a counselor, someone you can share a secret or private matters with it. You're trusting them not to repeat it to others. You say this person was a close confidant of the president or the princess. Just she had a close confidant, a best friend or a close associate. And some of you might say, where are you coming from? Do you know this comes right out of the book of Isaiah? Speaking about Jesus Christ. That his name shall be called Wonderful. He's a mighty God. He's the Prince of Peace. But he's also a counselor. How many know the Bible says that? That's right out of the book of Isaiah. Maybe Mary wished she had a friend that Sunday morning. And when he, they read out of the book of Isaiah that said wonderful. And she was like, I, I want to wonder. I wish I had a friend that was wonderful. I wish I had peace. Not as the world gives, but I want some peace. And then something struck. His name shall be called counselor. A confidant. Someone I can talk to and share my innermost feelings with and know that when we walk out of the room or we get out of their car or we leave, you know, the table, that it's not going to be texted to three and five in the chat group. And two days go by and you find out half the church knows and in a week you find out everyone in the message knows. It's like, that is not a confident. You have just broke. I will never trust you again. It was in this season of Christmas when God was giving a promise that I'm going to send you a counselor. I, I know he wasn't born in December. He wasn't born on December 25th. But when Jesus came, he was expressing, the counselor has arrived. Your peace has arrived. Your mercy has arrived. Your healing has arrived. If you need the Holy Ghost today, he's present in the building. Do we believe that? Blessed are you that would open up your womb, that an angel could speak to you and you say, be it unto me, Lord. I trust you. I believe that you're going to hold these things in your heart. 
It is an intimate partner. Somebody that is very familiar with you. Maybe it could be a mentor, an advisor, a friend you can trust. You can tell anything. But I just want to end this right here. But to break confidence is a bad character. Someone shares something with you or something that you, you think if I go to someone else and tell them it's going to win some points or you're going to somehow rise up. and No, you have just shown that you need more of the life of Jesus. That's not the nature of Christ. It's the nature of Christ to hold that in your heart. Pray about that. Seek. And if someone is in danger, if there is a need that you go to someone else that is a Maybe a senior confident or someone and you can share. That family's in danger. That child is in danger. That sister, there's things going on. Let's get some help. But I'm here to announce to you today, it has to do with Jesus. That might sound shocking. But 2021 is a year for you to just open up your heart. You say, well, I do, Brother John, in prayer. I open it. He's my counselor. I, I talk to him. He knows all about me, and he still loves me. And we can get all in that realm of God knows all about me, and he still loves me. And we can get all, but there's situations you go through as a believer that you need God with skin on him, Amen. on her. And let me just turn it right away. I don't know who this is for. The last seven minutes, I don't know who it's for. But may this year you be a person that you could be Jesus to someone else and manifest Isaiah scripture and be peace to someone else. Be a counselor. Be a confident. Be quiet. And just listen. Maybe my wife's logged back on now and she can say, don't be too long. Oh, don't you want that freshness this year? Don't you just want to come out of an experience with God where his presence is so near, his anointing, where it's something that's sweet and smelling Savior. It's the Holy Spirit on you that when you begin to talk, when you begin, your attitude is different. Your life is different. That means, Mary, don't let it just be words on a Sunday. Don't let it just be something you would share with your friend and talk about the word. Or that you can look to another person and say, that's a great man of God. That's a great lady. That's a real great woman. And let it stop there. But let 2021, I'm seeking to, to minister to you a blessing. Let 2021 be a year Amen. where God can speak to you. Remember, it wasn't just the womb that was being blessed. It was the fruit of the womb. It was what was going to come inside of that womb. It was the life of God that was going to come inside of Mary that was going to be the Savior, the healer, the deliverer, though it's just in seed form. And that is what Zechariah did not believe could happen. They were old. They were well stricken. How can this be? And God smote him. It was a question. 
Sometimes you wonder why the Holy Spirit just maybe pulls back or why he's not. Maybe we need to just turn and be more like Mary where we just believe the word of God. Where we just say, Lord, for the next 20 minutes, I'm going to turn on a message. I'm going to read whatever you say to me. But don't be all religious and all in some spiritual fanaticism where you just take it in and that's not the will of God. You can say, I read my Bible. I I fasted. I prayed. Be sensitive. Let it be thus saith the Lord. I had this on my heart, Brother Tim, and we shared it together. I know he has spoken to you as your pastor. But as I had it for the new year, and Brother Branham, in the last Christmas message of his whole ministry, he said, God, give me a church that's so completely anointed with God till their every action and move is thus saith the Lord. Now, some of us have just, we just cut off right there. Every action? I mean, Brother John, every action, Brother... James, how can these things be? Every action, every move is thus saith the Lord. That, that's a too high of a bar. It, it, it's like trying to pole vault and it's 24 feet and you're just, uh, there's no way. I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to run. That's what a lot of us do. We hear the word. We hear great preaching. We can be in dynamic services and then... As for me, and then we go out to our van or out to our cars, we no way. Brother Joe can jump that high. Brother Aaron is really growing. Brother, Brother Tim, Brother Timothy, look at how their ministries have just... But when it comes down to you, it's kind of like short circuit, kind of like the question mark. And that is where Zechariah failed and become dumb and, and the power was lost. Let's be like Mary's that have that quick heart to say, I believe. And it's not cutting off everyone else. And I wish we had more time, but I want to say that again about Elizabeth and Mary. They had a relationship. And Mary went to her elder sister and they were rejoicing. If you hear Brother Branham talk about it, they ran to one another and Elizabeth looked out her window and saw her cousin, cousin Mary, coming to the house. She was so happy. She ran out there and hugged one another. It wasn't all this, you know, static and thing. But God give us more relationships like that. They believed one another. And it's like, how can this be? Mary, you're expecting, but I didn't know you were married. And I didn't even get uninvited, Sister Adams. I didn't even get invited. I'm your cousin. No, no. It's not like that. It's not like that. I had an angel appear to me that said, you're going to bring forth a child and his name shall be called Jesus. Verse 41, Luke 1, 41. And while they were speaking, some of you just thought a salutation was like, I salute you, you know, I salute you. But the salutation has to do with the words that are spoken. It has to do with intercourse and a conversation. They begin to talk about this. His name shall be called Jesus. She's given her testimony. This is what happened. Nervous? Nervous? I never saw an angel like that before. And the lights and the flick. And I was trembling. I, well, what did you say? Well, I said exactly what the Bible says. How shall this be? I don't know a man. I, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. You know, and Elizabeth, she's hearing this, you know. But you're, you're, you're expecting? But 
I, I didn't know you were married. No, we're not married. We're not married. This was huge. I, this Christmas, I have got more respect for Joseph than ever. <laughs> if you go to the book of Matthew when you got some time, Math, when Joseph, which was an older man than, than Mary, when he heard that his wife was pregnant, my beautiful young lady in the message, that she's a virgin and she's expecting. The Bible says he was going to put her away privately. Not on Facebook, not on Instagram. Not with a broken heart symbol and send it to the church and to the message chat. Joseph was a man of character. And he just realized, I, I just, my heart's broken. We'll just take care of this privately. And by the way, I'm crushed. I'll never marry again. That's what's going through his mind. Do you all know that? That's what Matthew is talking about. He didn't want to make her a public example and embarrass her. I'll let her go on and be a believer, but I will not embarrass her. But while he thought on these things, he's pondering, how can I handle this? She's a believer. I'm a believer. She's expecting. I don't believe you that you've been, not been with another person. Mary, how could you be this way? And no, no, there was a believing hearts. There was believing hearts. You know, we don't have the, we don't have the bankrolls of Hollywood and we don't have all the millions and billions to make this more real, but I pray the Holy Ghost will make this real. The first Sunday of the year, how blessed you are. Joseph, you're blessed. You're handling this with dignity and he's ready to put her away. And that very season, while he's thinking about this, the angel of the Lord. Brother Andrew, while you're praying about this, and Lord, what should I do? What would bring the most glory, Brother George, to your name, Lord? You know my life. You know everything, Lord. And I know that I failed you. I, I'm not the best Christian. I'm not the most beautiful person in the church. I'm not the best singer or the best preacher. We all go through that emotion. Don't we? Say, I'm embarrassed, Lord. 2020, if I look back and you say, is your life worthy of the gospel? Maybe some would say, believers would say, I'm embarrassed. Or I hope the... The minister don't know, or I hope the deacons don't find out. We can kind of live under that. But let's start out 2021 with a full consecration and dedication and say, I'm blessed that God's even talking to me like this. That in your season of distress, little do you know, angels are already being dispatched. Go talk to that sister. Go talk to that brother. Let the opening song be this. Let the minister say something that I know that would be for me. Do we still believe in the same God that can, can speak through a dumb animal, like a donkey, to a person that should have known better, a man of God that was going on a mission, and, and this donkey 
You all know the Bible word for that, right? The donkey. And he was slamming the guy's leg up against the wall. There was an angel standing in front of me. Don't you see this angel? He's talking to me. The man of God that should have known better. Now an animal's having to talk to you. And tell, there's an angel standing in the pathway with a great big sword and saying, you step another, I'm going to take your head off. Can't you see this angel? And, 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 and the prophet probably looked at this animal, you, and he's beating the poor animal. God help us this year. God help us. We can get so stubborn, so hard-headed, so seeing it your way, my way, but the highway. Till finally God says, you're going to walk down the highway then. You're going to have that kind of attitude. You're going to sow these kind of seeds. That's what's going to come up in your garden. You know, friends, only the blood of Jesus has the power to cover 2020. Only the blood of Jesus has the power and authority to say, you never did it. Let's wipe that clean. Let's go on. Let's turn, not just turn a page, but God, fill us, Lord, with that kind of character, that kind of nature that will say, Lord, be it unto me according to into your word. Whatever you say, I'll do that. Not a man, God himself. God, give us more Marys. And Joseph, like I was saying, I was driving into our subdivision these last couple of weeks, and Joseph just came into my heart. I thought, my, what a man. Joseph, that just held himself in kind of a character, that angels could appear to him. Can you put that up, Sister Abigail, Matthew 1.20? Matthew 1.20, while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Wow. All the, all the churning in, all the wondering, all the questions, he just lays it all down there and says, that's it. Amen? Wouldn't it be fantastic if it was all in one verse, the whole, everything you prayed for, there it is. It's called a divine intervention. It's called being interrupted by an angel. It's a teenager that's just taken a walk. Her life totally changes forever. And he goes on to speak in Matthew chapter 1 verse 20. Verse 24 is exactly what 2021 needs to be for all of us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus. Who would want to bring forth Jesus this year? Blessed are you that you even have this kind of desire as we wind down now. At the end of our service now, as we come down to 2020, as we come down to us, and a prophet is just ending his last Christmas message saying, Lord, give me a church that's so completely anointed with God till their every action and move is thus saith the Lord. 
where they walk in that Shekinah glory. And I'll show you a Messiah, an anointed one of God, standing upon the earth. Does Jesus deserve to have a bride like that? In 2021, that'll say, be it unto me, Lord. How many believe he's worthy? He is worthy. This is what I say to you today. For your prayer life, for your time alone with the Lord, and your secret time this year, from this moment on, may there be a presence of God and an anointing of a sweet-smelling savor upon your life. May the Holy Spirit visit you, and may a message from God to your hungry, waiting hearts be so clear that you would be walked out of that experience and say, God spoke to me. Can we all agree? Hello, everyone. You got texts, you got cards, you got all kinds of blessings. I bless you, I bless you, and all kinds of greetings and things. Brother John even put it in his notes today. We have all kinds of well wishes and blessings from friends, family, believers. But today when we really look into the deep parts of our hearts, we are all blessed. But when you hear all of these things that I've just gone through and, and they have virtual celebrations and New Year's resolutions and all the lights and the whistles and the salutations of people, but the bride is going for something much deeper than that. Something beyond just the surface. Happy New Year. Sister Jessica, Happy New Year. And we smile. We nod. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. We get a text and we thank you. We respond. And thank you very much. Happy New Year. God bless your 2021. Maybe two lines or three lines. And then it's over. God, may this blessing be much deeper than that. Because blessed is more than just a touch. To be blessed is more than just a passing blessing. I bless you, Sister Anita. Nice to see you this afternoon now. And God bless your family. And then we go and we fly away. But the blessing that I'm speaking about, blessed is she, is now God's heart to the bride. Mary was blessed because she believed. But the bride has been declared blessed because she believes. The believers of this message are blessed because they believe. But this morning, today, it's more than a passing blessing. It's more than just saying, uh, here's a good blessing, I bless you. But it goes, then it goes away. And it's no more. Or it's just a visit. You know, the family visited. Or Jesus visited us today, but then he's gone. And I'm kind of back to my life. I'm kind of back to my thoughts. I'm back to my... That's not a real blessing. You say, that song really blessed me. That sermon really blessed me. But a momentary blessing is not what the bride is craving for. Just help us now. When, 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 let's just turn back to Luke chapter 1 now as we just see what Elizabeth was saying and Luke 1.41, and it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. 
And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. It wasn't just a momentary shout, shout, oh, glory to God, just like a... It was like, wow, Mary, don't you know how blessed you are that the fruit of your womb is Jesus. He's Emmanuel. It means God is going to be with us forever. Does everybody understand what Brother John's trying to say that a blessing is more than God bless you, brother. And now we can't even hardly shake hands. You know, I can't even see after service hardly to shake your hand and just give me a big hug. But it's like, you know, when we do this, you know, and it's like, really? Really? And the world's saying, yeah, really. In fact, we're going to tighten it down more. And we don't know what's going to happen at the end of the month or February. This is the moment. When you hear God say, after an angel has spoken to you, that the the Lord has come to your womb and you're blessed. For that full realization to become more than just a passing feeling. And my, the hairs came up on on my arm or on the back of my neck. It's more than that. A blessing. This is what Elizabeth was saying. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Not your womb is blessed, but the fruit, what's inside of you, is blessed. Verse 43 is a humbling verse. And whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? She's an elder in the message saying this to a teenager. It's like, I'm blessed that you would even come and tell me about it, what God's done for you. That's incredible testimony of how God has healed you. Right? It's incredible. It's a blessing. Like, you say, God did this for me, and now whew, we're through that. And whew, God healed us from this certain thing. And whew, 2020 was a, a year. And whew, I hope 21. Yeah, I, I'm glad 2020 is over. And now the birth of 21. But unless that revelation really drops sink deeper and sinks way down, how blessed you really are. That Jesus Christ has chosen your womb, your life, to be born in. And to live the rest of your life. He wants to live the rest of your life. Say, how long is that? For eternity. Does everyone believe that here? Eternal life is forever. So you might take my body. You might destroy it. But inside of this womb is a life that is blessed. And I'm a male brother saying that. And so I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about in my soul, in the innermost being, in the inner heart of the heart is a life of God that has been birthed in this hour. And I'm not ashamed of it. We ought to be able to tell the world Jesus is alive. And others around us ought to see the blessings of God in your decisions. They don't need to know all the details. It's like, wow, I can see it on your face. I I could just tell that sister, she's living in another world. Because what was in her womb has now become, what was private has now become public. And you could see she's a great woman. 
And we don't have time to turn to that, but that's in First or Second Kings. The Bible says in Shunem, the Shunemite woman, she was a great woman. The Bible says that. She was a great woman because she made room for the prophet. A little bed, a little lamp, we would say a little light, a little torch, a little desk. Right? She's a great woman. And this year, you are a great person when you make room for God's word. Friends, you only have one life, 24 hours. You can do whatever you want to with 2021. It's like an open calendar and there's just a few X's now. You know, the first and the second. Here we are on the first Sunday and you've got a few X's. When I go home, that's what Brother John will do. And I'll go in my office and I got a calendar from Brother Harold Hildebrandt and I'll go X, X. And I was in Louisiana on the third X, but now it's Monday. And you've got a life in front of you. You've got a life in front of you. Don't you want to just, just ponder and meditate on the blessing of God? And the blessing is not, oh, I bless you. It's not that we want a visitor that's just passing blessings. We want more than just a good feeling that leaves. But a blessing is to be a touch, a touch that lingers. It's an influence that stays. Just stays. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday morning, I'm thinking about what Sister Karen said this morning or yesterday. It's, that is a blessing that is more than a momentary blessing. It's a testimony. I, I've been with the counselor. On Sunday, what happened to you? I was with the Prince of Peace. When everybody's anxious and upset and don't know if you're going to get laid off this, this month or what's going to happen with our finances and... And, and what's going to go on in the schools? Are we going to do it virtual? Are we going to be at home? Are we going to go? Are we, what a, what a, and we can get so caught up and consumed like that that we forget the blessing. The blessing is something that just lingers. It's like a hand on your shoulder. It's an eternal deposit that brings interest. To you that are bankers or interested in that, the, the blessing that I'm speaking about today is an eternal deposit that brings interest. You just look and it just says more, then it's more, then it's more, and it grows, and it's like, wow, that's incredible. Did you hear what that minister said? Honey, did you know? This is what he said. That's what the Word says. It's so, great, it's so much better than fussing and fighting. I have it right here, but Brother Benham said, don't fuss. Don't get in family fusses. Angels don't appear to people that fuss. Families that are always fussing and fighting and throwing things. and you know, Angels won't appear. Then they wonder why angels aren't following them. Why, why they don't have help. Why, do, why is it always an emergency? Why is it always 911? Lord, send angels that follow us this year. Follow our attitude. Follow our spirit. And we try to go to a place that he doesn't want to go in. We just feel something grabbing a hold of our belt and yanking us out of there. We're like, whoa, Lord, you saved me. You delivered me. And not with some bad attitude. I'm going anyway. I'm going. Who, do you, who are you to talk to me? Who are you to? You know, sometimes you need a friend that will tell you opposite than what you want to hear. You need somebody that will be really, really strong with you. 
And you're just kind of cringing and kind of like, wow. And you're wanting to defend yourself. But maybe this year you could be a friend that would just be able to take it. And then maybe it's something you're not even guilty of. And it's being all spread around. You know, this happened. She said this. He said that. But your character can just be one that, you know what, that's okay. Just let it go. We're kind of quiet today. But do you realize that's the blessing of God on you? That's a deposit on you. That is a lot more money than you had six months ago. Because six months ago, you would have ranted, waved, and there would have been all kinds of emails, things that went out. And it would have been like, wow, their phone lit up after that. Well, now it's just silence. Because you're blessed. You realize God's given you so much more. You don't even need to go down that pathway. In fact, God's got a better friend for you that'll keep your confidence and keep your trust. And if you're constantly trying to hold up some relationship where they're backbiting and seeing your hinder parts and telling you you're not a good Christian, you need another friend. You need somebody that'll build you up, that'll encourage you. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. So as we close with these verses, Luke 1, verse 44. For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leaped in my womb for sadness. They were such mourning and horrible. Just so. Is that what it was? John, the Baptist, laying in the womb. He's the second cousin to Jesus. He's going to be born first. He has six months ahead. But there's no life. It's like he's laying right in the womb of a wonderful lady, Elizabeth and Zachariah. It's a wonderful family. But there's no life. They've heard a lot of things and been down the road. But there's no life. But as soon as they got in an atmosphere where Jesus was, let's talk about Jesus. What God's done for you? Does anybody have a testimony on the first Sunday of the year? Has God given you miracles? In 2020, did God heal you? Nobody? 2020, did God heal you? Then you are blessed. Blessed is she. I have a message for you today from the king. You are blessed. Say, how do you take that? Well, I'm a little embarrassed. Well, not. No, you are blessed. Blessed is your womb. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. I'm so happy that you would even tell me. Oh, we need that in the church more. From some of the older ones. With joy and happiness and you're hearing these things. That's great. And what God's doing with the young people. What's God's doing over here? Happiness and joy. And it creates a life. Man, as soon as you started talking like that, as soon as you started, Brother Tim, started talking about angels, something started going inside of me. It's like, tell me more. Tell me. Tell me about the brother that's walking down State Road number seven and God talking to him. My, that's incredible. Tell me, Brother Winters, what happened there at your place and you're putting up your walls and it says, made in Japan. Why do you have a desire for Japan? Why are the believers from Japan so connected to your church? Why are there people that want to give? And You're blessed! 
Did you need to hear your name for God to, 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 for you to know? Well, maybe. Sometimes we need God with skin on him. Sometimes we need husbands and wives that look at one another and say, we're blessed. It's not the diapers. It's not the bills. It's not the virus. God help us. It was one of the biggest distractions of 2020 was a global pandemic. I believe the bride ought to be rising into 2021 saying, we are going forward in the name of the Lord. It doesn't even need to be talked about every service. We're not going to say COVID-19 for the next week. It's like, why does that dominate our conversation? Why does it dominate our fellowship? It's like, let's start talking about things where angels are grabbing a hold of our doors, our wheels. Our, we just see angels appearing to us. Say, Brother John, you're a fanatic. Well, I tell you what, if I hear from somebody this week from this church that say, Brother John, I'm going to give you a testimony. An angel appeared to me in my house. I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Who are you? And how long you've been serving the message? I'm going to say, praise be to God. Amen. Lord, visit me. My, who is that person? I'm kind of jealous. You mean an angel appeared to Brother Aaron on Tuesday at 833? Where was I doing at 833? Let me see. That's 633. I, I was, yes, I was hearing a message from Brother Ron Spencer that he was preaching. Just got over preaching. And I want to hear that message. That's what I'll be doing at 633 on Tuesday probably. And it's like, wow, Lord, you appeared to him. Appear to me. Yes. Brother Joe has been talking. He stopped all of a sudden in his service talking. You know, it was January this. And he said, you know what? We, we were real busy talking about the finances of the hospital and we had meetings and all kinds of things. But you know what? When I got in my car, I just felt a presence. Do you know what that was? It was angels following Brother Joe. And you know, we can click on the news and what's the news coming out of Shreveport? What's gonna happen? Or we can just say, Lord, I got 20 minutes. Come and talk to me. As soon as I heard that, something began to move. And our last verse of the service, Luke 1.45, And blessed is she that believed. Blessed is she that believed, for there shall, there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Yes. Not everybody's opinion, not what somebody said about you, but from what the Lord said. Thank you very much. I'll take you whatever God says about it. That's what I'll take. If God gives me a blessing, I'll take the blessing. And there will be no curses, part of that blessing. Now the devil wants to heap all kinds of curses on you. But it's time to just walk away from the devil and say, I have no time to talk your language this time. I'm not talking your language. Say, but that's the only language you know for the life. No, I'm not talking your language. An angel talked to me. I feel blessed. Yes. I feel like something's moving inside of me. I want to come Wednesday night. I want to come next Sunday. As long as the church doors are open and they'll let me in there, maybe sit way up in the mezzanine somewhere. Just let me in the place. Do you understand how blessed you are? There's people in South Africa streaming this service right now that would love to be in a service like this. 
There's people in Canada that would love to be in a church like this. and be a, When Brother Michael was singing, I just raised my hands. They, they don't have that privilege. It's been taken away. So as long as you have it, there ought to be praises. Hands lifted up. Not folded and, oh, preach to me. It ought to be glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm not here to receive. I'm here to give. I'm not a taker. I'm a giver. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God was our healer in 2020. He's present in the building. 2021, he's our healer. We pray for a vaccine, but it's not a vaccine that's going to deliver us from the virus. It's called God's blood and the stripes that were put on him. But I will take a virus to get on a plane and come preach to you next time. And you can get all quiet all you want to, but the Lord willing, I'll be crossing the border in a few days. And if I've got to have a virus one or a vaccine, sorry, a vaccine one day to go and minister, I'll do that. Not for myself, but for somebody else. If that's what they want, if that's what they declare, I'm not going to get all stubborn. No, 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 friends, God will protect us. God protected us before 2020. God's still protecting us. The lion of the tribe of Judah, he stands there, mighty in battle. And it's not in the sheaf. It's like lifted out saying, onward boys, onward girls, onward families. Your miracle's in front of you. You say, I'm believing for a miracle. I need a miracle. We serve a God of miracles. You, you believe that regardless of the circumstance. And if God takes you, and you slip into another body, Amen. then your miracle happened. You have a new body with no pain, no suffering. I looked at a picture of when Brother Tim and Sister Karen, just when they were just getting to know one another and just knew, and it's like, that's what they're going to look like. That's what they're going to look like. This old grave, this old body ain't going to hold us down. You can't hold us down in a moment, in the twinkling. Blessed is she. As our musicians come, we have been blessed with salvation. We are blessed with amazing grace. We've been blessed with mercies that are new every morning. 2021, we are going to be blessed with a song in the night. Don't be distracted. I'm giving you some last final thoughts here. We are blessed with a God that answers prayer. We are blessed with thousands of promises. We are blessed to receive a message and believe a message. No matter how many websites and people walk away or disbelieve, you ought to feel a great blessing. Lord, I believe. An angel interrupted your life and you said, Lord, I believe that. Let a thousand walk awake, Sister Kathy. Just let a thousand, friends, family, and everybody. But you're going to say, Lord, I believe. Why do you believe? An angel met me one day. I can do no other. Take my life. Just take my life. And I know in just a moment I'll be in another place. We've been blessed with a new spirit and a new heart. Maybe you need that as we close. Receive it in the name of Jesus. You've been blessed to receive the Holy Ghost. There's no reason why any person in the service or streaming right now or later cannot receive the Holy Ghost right there where you're at. Don't disbelieve. Don't become dumb. Say, Lord, I receive this. As we stand to our feet, as they play something, 
As we bow our heads, I wonder how many could just receive the message that we heard today. We are blessed to possess rapturing faith. We are blessed to see a resurrection. We are blessed for a rapture. We are blessed for a body change. We are blessed for a family of saints. We are blessed for heaven. We are blessed for a future home. We are blessed for a millennium. We are blessed for eternity. Blessed is she. God, fill my soul right now. Fill my spirit right now. Fill my body. If there's needs, Lord, may everything that is not of God just believe my body. In the name of Jesus, I claim healing. I claim deliverance, Lord, over every sin issue or problem in my family right now. I am speaking your name over that, Lord. Can somebody believe out there, Mary? Are you in the service today, Mary? Mary! Do you really know? Do you really know how blessed you are? Lord, we just want to worship you and lift up our hands for a moment. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's why we read in the book of Revelation when John saw heaven and earth. They saw these things coming to pass in the opening of the word, the opening of the book. They cried out, hallelujah, glory to God. Lord, may this not end at the service. May this not end at evening light tabernacle here at the service. But let it be when we leave here in our cars, in our automobiles, at our homes. May our sisters, Lord, with their hands and their dish water, just maybe pause for a moment and say, Oh, Jesus, I love you with all of my heart. Maybe there would be another teenager today like, was in the Welsh revival and the churches were dead, the churches were formal and the bars were coming down and the sheep were jumping out and the goats were coming in and they say, how can this be? How can this be? When on a Sunday afternoon, a teenage young lady lifted up her hands and said, Lord Jesus, I love you with all of my heart. And the Holy Ghost fell in that meeting. And over a hundred thousand souls were won to Christ throughout that whole region because somebody expressed their love for the Lord. Oh Jesus, we receive you right now. We receive your presence. We receive what you have for us in 2021. We stop and pause and say, Lord God, like Mary maybe did. How can this be? How can this be? God's not rebuking you for your question. He's not rebuking you today. Don't leave the service and say, it'll never be for me. Leave the service and say, it's gotta be for me. That was direct from, I receive that Jesus. I take it for me. I'm blessed, I'm blessed. Teenagers, are you blessed? Do you feel blessed? Children, do you feel blessed? Young people, you that are single in this church, you that are married, are you blessed? The elders in this church, are you blessed? Then it ought to be unanimous. Lord Jesus, let us walk forward in this new year together. Whatever comes, whatever is in the future, we commit to you. Thank you, Jesus. I give myself away. Oh, 
off away so you make it a personal moment I give myself away oh Jesus oh, I give myself away so
Thank you for that this morning. Let the storm. 